Let me just open us up in a word of prayer, starting with Psalm 89, with the prayer of David. He says this, How long, Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? Remember how fleeting is my life. For what futility you have created all humanity. Who can live and not see death? Or who can escape the power of the grave? Lord, where is your former great love, which in your faithfulness you swore to David? Praise be to the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Heavenly Father, as we have gathered here in this place, another Sunday to worship you, I pray, God, that our worship will be pleasing in your sight, God. Lord, may we humble ourselves, lay down our rights, lay down our pride, and really listen to the word that you have in store for us this very morning. Thank you for this new Sunday, the first Sunday of 2022. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all the hearts who will be listening here in this place, Lord, may it be pleasing in your sight, O oh Lord, for you are a rock and our Redeemer. We love you so much. We give you our all. We give you our brokenness, a broken and a contrite heart. You will not despise. We thank you. We love you. Pray all these things. In your precious Son, Jesus Christ, let me pray. Amen and amen. Let's begin with today's message. The title is called Trinity of Virtues, and the topic today will be on love, 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 love. Our first scripture found today is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And it says this, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Now last Sunday was the last Sunday of 2021. We spoke on faith. And on Friday, the last day of 2021, we spoke on hope. And today, the first Sunday of the year 2022, will be on love. Why is it so important for us to know the trinity of virtues, faith, hope, and love? Because I spoke on, on the last two messages, that these three virtues, these three gifts, are three eternal trinity of virtues that will forever remain in the Christian journey, not just here on this earth, but long after when we die. All their gifts is going to fade. All the fluffs will fade. And we can boast all we want about our gifts. But let us pursue the three greater gifts. Faith, hope, and love. You could sing well. You could play instruments well. You could teach well. You can preach well. But those things do not last for all of eternity. What will last are these three things, as is mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So this morning, we will focus on the topic of love. Love, love, love. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We'll start from verse 1, 1 through 13. It says this, If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, 
I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, there will cease. Where there are tongues, there will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So point number one, why is love so important? Why is love so important? Because, letter A, the scripture tells us that love is supreme. It's the greatest gift of them all. Out of all the teaching gifts, the preaching gifts, the singing gifts, the instrument gifts, all the gifts that we have, out of all the gifts, faith, hope, love is supreme. It says in verse 13, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love, meaning it echoes not just on this earth in this lifetime, but in the eternal state with God throughout all of eternity in heaven with the Father. So letter A, love is supreme. Letter B, without love, faith and hope cannot be complete. Without love, faith and hope cannot be complete. If you remember a long time ago, there was a show called Captain Marvel, I believe. No, it's not Captain. No, Captain Planet, where they would come with all bunch of different rings. There's earth, there's fire, water. Was it electricity? No, not electricity. Uh, heart, heart. It was heart. It was love. And if you put them all together, Captain Planet forms as a superhero. So meaning, without love, faith and hope cannot be complete. You do not have the whole picture. You can have all the tools, and you can gather them to do the chores in your house. But if there is no action, meaning love, you won't get anything done. It's good to have faith. It's good to have hope. But without love, it turns into garbage. Because faith and hope, it cannot exist and become completed without love. Faith without love equals no faith at all. 
just a religious act, and it is dead. Hope without love, there is no hope. Just another religious act, and it is dead. This is why the Bible tells us love is the greatest. Love, it completes the whole picture. It completes the trinity of virtues, faith, hope, and love. And love is action. And without action, your love is dead. Let's take a look at verse 1 to 3. It says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor, give over my body to hardship, that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. So again, letter A, love is supreme. Letter B, without love, faith and hope cannot be complete. Letter C, love is eternal. We learn from Scripture that love will echo throughout all of eternity. Meaning love stands from the trinity of God. Love is who they are, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it goes all the, way, all the way back to the beginning of time, when the world, before the world was created. The agape, eternal, and unconditional love of God, it is forever and ever. All other gifts will disappear, but the love of God, the greatest gift of God, it will remain forever and ever. John chapter 17, verse 26 says, I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. It will continue. God will continue to make his love known. Even when we take our final breath here on earth in heaven with God, he will continue to make his love known to us. Verse 8 through 10 says this, Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, there will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. We know in part, we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. So we know that love will continue on, will echo throughout all of eternity. The prayer that I said in the beginning of the prayer, Psalm 89, Verse 1 and 2, it says, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you have established your faithfulness in heaven itself. Great love forever, faithfulness through all generations. Love stands firm forever faithfulness in heaven itself. So we know that love is eternal. Next letter, letter D. God is love. God is love. First John chapter 4, verse 8-9 through says, and the title says, God's love and ours. It says in verse 8, Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. 
First John chapter 4, verse 9, it says, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. And if you continue on, verse 16 to 19, it says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. The ESV translation says, Whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. Verse 17, this is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. May we not forget that love comes from God. God is love. Love is eternal. God is love. We love because he first loved us. So we see from this point that God is supreme because God is love. And we understand love is the greatest force that you'll ever find on this earth and in heaven. John 15, verse 9 through 11, it says, As the Father has loved me, the Trinity, they're one. They love one another. It's based on love. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. So the ultimate question that brings us to the heart of the matter, and this is the final question, it's the last point here. Point number two, why did God create us? What is the purpose to your life? Why? The reason, letter A, is this. He loved us. He loved us. Meaning God created us because he loved us. He saw us and formed us with eyes of love. He loved us. So in this song that you'll hear in the background, this song is in Spanish. The title is called La Nina de Tus Ojos. I remember I listened to this in Colombia, and tears would just drop in my eyes before I would give the message. As we went up on stage and I would present the song with the praise team, I remember there was not a single person without tears in their eyes. Only Jonathan might understand, or Angela. <laughs> but I will give you the words.
Do you understand it, Jonathan? A little bit. It's a powerful song. We're going to do this as a praise team. Nevista Ami, you saw me. You saw me when no one saw me. You love me when no one loved me. You saw me when no one saw me. You love me when no one loved me. And you gave me your name. I'm a child of God. The apple of your eye because you love me. You gave me your name. I'm a child of God. The apple of your eye because you love me. Child, child sing. Ready to sing together. Me diste a mí cuando nadie me vio. Me maste a mí cuando nadie me amó. You saw me when no one saw me. Come on, let's sing together. Yo soy tu niña, la niña de tus ojos. Let's sing the chorus together. It's coming up. It says, Te amo más que a mi vida. It means I love you more than my life. I love you more than my life. Let's sing together. Te amo más que mi vida. Te amo más que mi vida. Te amo más que mi vida. This song is taken from one of my favorite psalms. It's found in Psalm 139. And when I say he loved us, meaning he created us because he loved us. He saw us and formed us with eyes of love. Psalm 139 says in verse 15, My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me 
were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And the focus here is verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. Meaning before we were even born, before you were even created, he loved you. He loved us. Letter B, why did God create us? To love us continually, not just in this life, but in the eternal life with God in heaven with him. Letter C, to love him is for you to love God and to know his love. That is why you are created. You are not created to be a YouTube star or a celebrity. You weren't created to be a doctor or your career or your profession. You were created to love God and him alone and to know his love. And letter D, to love his people. To love his people. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 to 40. In the Old Testament, there were the Ten Commandments. Four is about God, and the rest of the six is about neighbors. And he introduces a new commandment, a new covenant, and a new promise. And he says here in verse 37, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So again, letter A, he loved us. B, to love us. C, to love him. D, to love his people. And last, letter E, to live for him in faith, hope, and love. Let us all read this passage together. Ready? One, two, three. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen and amen. To have faith, to know Christ and his death and his resurrection. To have hope that brings us peace, fortitude, assurance, acceptance, pour out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And love, the greatest gift of all. Amen. And amen. Heavenly Father, you taught us today. That we couldn't have everything, but if we don't have your love, we have nothing. I pray, God, that you would fill us with your agape love. Father, my love is running dry. 
I need you to come and fill us, fill this church with your love once again. Help us to find joy in the things that we do. And help us to hold on to these three precious gifts that you have given us to our church. Faith, hope, and love. Pray all these things in your precious Son. Jesus Christ, let me pray. Amen. And amen.